Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So what to do with all of our garbage? We, we do throw out a lot of garbage, and we like to, to grumble about the system by which it's collected and disposed of and how much we have to pay for it. And it's something that the municipalities right across the country uh, struggle with. How to have an efficient waste management system uh, that keeps costs to a minimum, but also keeps trash to a minimum, right? There's, there's an environmental case to be made for throwing out less. Uh, and there's uh, an economic case to be made for doing this efficiently. So how do we marry the two together in a way that, you know, everybody wins? Is that even possible? Uh, Canada's Eco-Fiscal Commission is out with a new report today uh, looking at how Canada can and why Canada should make its garbage collective uh, collecting more efficient, both from an environmental point of view and an economic one. A system that can mean uh, better savings for cities, but also for taxpayers, consumers themselves. Now you can read more at ecofiscal.ca, but joining us on the line is Lindsay Teds, uh, Commissioner of the Ecofiscal Commission, Associate Professor and Scientific Director of Fiscal and Economic Policy of the School of Public Policy, University of Calgary. Lindsay, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, so Cutting the Waste is this, uh, this new report. And so, I mean, part of this is the economic case for generating less waste. And of course, Canada is, you know, per capita, we, we do generate quite a bit, don't we? Yes, we we produce more garbage per capita than any of our um, uh, com- comparators. Why why would that be? Um, you know, there's a variety of different reasons for it. I think one of the biggest drivers of uh, why we don't think too much of it versus over in Europe where they've been grappling this for a while is we have um, land that could be made available for, for landfills, whereas they're more geographically constrained in that way. Mm-hmm. But here's what's interesting, because, you know, it's sensible. I mean, it's rational, I guess, to say that as we throw out more, the cost of dealing with that is going to go up. But there's quite a discrepancy. The amount of garbage uh, that Canadians threw out went up 18% between 2002 and 2014. But the money spent on dealing with all of that went up by 115%. Why are we seeing such a huge discrepancy there? Well, one of the things we have been grappling with is actually um, what to do with our recycling. Uh, it, previously, our recycling was fairly easy to deal with. It was newspapers and cardboard, and that's fairly cheap to deal with. But as the as the amount of the, the variability in the products in their recycling um, have expanded, and there's fewer markets and there's less that you can do with it, it gets more and more costly to deal with recycling. And in fact, a lot of the products is sitting around waiting for it, the technology to catch up on it to actually be recyclable. 
Well, it's interesting because, yeah, a lot of communities like Calgary have gone to, um, you know, the different colored bins where we have the recycling. There's the organics, all of it intended to keep waste out of the landfills. I mean, is there's a cost involved in that approach, but is it working? Well, we are definitely diverting out of our landfill, especially with the application of the green bin. Um, diversion has uh, gone up about 40%, and that is a really, really good thing. But we need to think more carefully about what we're throwing and into what bin and where it goes. One of the key costs that we're trying to avoid is actually another landfill. The life on the City of Calgary landfill has only got about 30 years left of it at current disposal rates. And to build another one is going to cost about $1.5 billion. If we start to get a handle on the, the, the amount of trash that we're sending to that landfill now, we can actually push that off and perhaps even indefinitely. Okay, well, let's talk about how we do that. This report talks about what's known as a, a pay-as-you-throw approach. Explain that. So pay-as-you-throw, there's a variety of different models to it. It could be as simple as just having different size bins that households can select into, or it can also include varying fees depending on whether or not your bin is even collected. Uh, so this provides uh, more options for households to align their bin size according to their activities. It also provides incentives for them to think carefully about their waste management practices and it also helps us manage the um, operating costs of the waste management system because when we're putting out our bins that are a portion full or half full uh, that is actually costly and if we put them out a uh, fewer times we can actually save operating costs you know, I, I think a lot of people fear, though, because right now, typically, uh, waste collection is paid for out of the property taxes that, that people pay. And that if we're moving to a user pay system, that that's going to be on top of what we're paying in property taxes in the first place. So the city of Calgary is already moving to a full user fee model. Uh, and I think they have diverted about $20 million off of property taxes. The, the tricky part is whether, whether or not you actually see that in there is, of course, property taxes are based both on, on valuations and this mill rate. And it, it, yeah. it can be tricky to see that savings because too many things are moving at the same time. But the city of Calgary right now is going through its budget model. And this is the time for, for taxpayers to be looking at the city to ensure that that funding that they have moved off of property taxes is, in fact, returned to taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Is there a fairness component then in this, that, that if, if you throw out more, that, that you should pay more? Well, right now we have a one-size-fits, well, none model, right? Um, every household is different, yet we're all having to use the same size bins. With a variable model, you can not only select smaller bins, but also larger bins that may be more suitable to your household. Uh, and then, yes, you're going to be paying according to how much you're diverting to the landfill. The more you put in that landfill, the more that you are um, imposing costs on the municipality, as well as imposing costs on, on all of us for the building of that new landfill. So in, in terms of what's happening in Canadian cities, is, does Calgary seem to be a, a leader right now? Uh, no, it, it'd probably be in the middle of the pack. 
Um, we do see uh, a lot of the municipalities are moving to that, that bin model. Now, the mm-hmm. city of Calgary is already considering it. I believe it's going forward in the second quarter with uh, more information on the variable bin model. Um, but we also have municipalities using a model where you are paying the according to the number of times your bin actually has to be collected. Uh, so, yeah, we're right in the middle of the pack. So how how best for Calgary to adjust its approach on this, do you think? Well, I think, one, you have to make sure that you pay careful attention to, to implementation. Um, one of the things that a lot of people are concerned about is, of course, illegal dumping that may come with pay-as-you-throw system. Mm-hmm. But those, those kind of concerns can be addressed with tandem policies. So it's about ensuring that you've thought about the problem um, broadly and that we're prepared to manage some of the issues that may come with pay-as-you-throw. How much flexibility do households have when it comes to finding ways to reduce the amount of of garbage they throw out? Well, I think anybody can understand, and certainly this is something that I complain about, is the packaging that comes with the products that we buy. So when I talked about tandem policies, an important one is extended producer responsibilities. We have to incentivize producers to minimize their packaging as well as ensure that packaging can be diverted out of the landfill, that it is in fact recyclable or it is compostable. So extended producer responsibility policies are really, really important, and Alberta is a laggard in Canada in this area. All right, well, people can read more about this uh, approach. Uh, the report is up at ecofiscal.ca. Lindsay Tads, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Thank you for having me. All right, take care. Lindsay Tads, uh, Commissioner of the Ecofiscal Commission, Associate Professor, Scientific Director of Fiscal and Economic Policy at the U of C's School of Public Policy, ecofiscal.ca. They also have an op ed uh, in the Calgary Herald today, co authored by Lindsay Tads and Preston Manning and Jim Dinney, both of whom uh, serve on the board of uh, the Ecofiscal Commission. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.